Do you know what rumination is? What about rumination dangers to your mental and physical health? This is a topic that most people don't know about, which isn't good because the lack of knowledge about this ends up making you more vulnerable. So listen to this talk to learn more about rumination and its dangers, which can then help you become more aware and prepared for dealing with this dangerous mental tendency. Listen to the upcoming talk to learn more. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Better Mindset Show, a bite-sized weekly podcast show focused on empowering you to think better and upgrade your life. On a side note, if you want to learn more about thinking better and adopting a better mindset, be sure to hit the subscribe button so that you can get notified the next time a talk like this comes out on the podcast. Great, with that, let's begin. And let's talk about rumination. So what is it? Commonly known as brooding, rumination is the term mental health professionals generally use to describe the tendency of repeatedly and excessively thinking about the same thing. Think overthinking on energy drinks. Yeah, overthinking on energy drinks, that's pretty much what rumination is. Overthinking is terrible for you, in and of itself, but when it becomes rumination, it becomes a lot worse, because then it magnifies the damage and it feels awful for hours, days, weeks or even months and years. It is a really awful feeling. Put simply, rumination is overthinking on energy drinks and it can cause all sorts of damage to you. In fact, I will go over 8 big dangers of rumination in this talk. Let's explore those in detail next. So the first one is that it makes you overthink things. I went over the dangers of overthinking in my podcast not that long ago. Overthinking causes all sorts of chaos and agony and can do real damage to your mental health. And guess what nearly always, if not always, causes overthinking? Yes, you guessed it right, it's rumination. They are like relatives in that sense. Because where one of them exists, you will find the other one too. The more you ruminate about something, the more you will ruminate and brood about it. It works the other way too. Because the more you ruminate about something, the more you will overthink things too. Since you know how bad overthinking is for you, it's obvious that rumination does not do you any good. Don't you agree? But unfortunately, that is not the only damage rumination does. Its negative impacts are far-reaching and you will learn about even more of its dangers over the course of this talk. And the second big danger is that it can make you more negative. 
A second big reason why rumination is bad for you is because of how it manufactures negativity. Here is how it works. The more you ruminate about something, the more you tend to focus on the negatives. And as you continue ruminating, you keep finding more and more things that are wrong or things that you assume you need to worry about. The longer the rumination loop is left uninterrupted, the more negativity it usually creates in your mind. What's more, all of this negatively affects your overall quality of life in a big way because it is hard to have a good quality of life if most of the time you're stuck thinking negatively. When you get stuck in a rumination loop, negative thinking is most of the end result. So that's another reason why rumination is bad for you. A third reason is that it gets in the way of making timely good decisions. A third big reason why you need to stay away from the tendency of rumination is because of how badly it affects your ability to make good decisions. People who tend to ruminate tend to delay making decisions, even where serious health issues are concerned. Scientists have done research on the matter and they found that even people with serious health conditions will delay doing what's needed, sometimes for months, if they have ruminative tendencies. So people who tend to ruminate tend to delay making important decisions. But on the other hand, people without ruminative tendencies act much faster. What that means is that they stand a much higher chance of defeating their health issues. Because doing nothing about a health problem or delaying action doesn't usually help. The illness won't just sit still for you to decide after all. For timely issues like health problems, the more you delay making decisions, the worse things generally get. But this applies for all the other areas of your life too. Because any situation where you need a timely decision will be negatively impacted if you ruminate. A fourth reason why rumination is bad for you is the fact that it has a direct relationship with stress and anxiety. Actually, that's underselling the damage it does because rumination has a direct link with stress and anxiety in that rumination can and does cause stress and anxiety. So there's a direct causal link. Here's how that works. The more you ruminate, the more you will worry. And the more you worry, the more stress and anxiety you will experience. The longer you continue ruminating, the more stress and anxiety you will continue to feel. You have probably heard the saying about how stress can kill. And since stress is very bad for you, both mentally and physically, 
likely rumination which causes stress isn't good for you. Does that make sense? Great. Number five is that it is a major cause of depression. So the next big reason why you need to avoid ruminating at all costs is the fact that it can cause and worsen depression. Mental health professionals like therapists have long known that rumination has a direct connection with depression. Just like with stress, rumination has a direct causal relationship with depression. The more someone ruminates, the worse their depression gets. It really is as simple as that. This, by the way, is why dealing with rumination is one of the most effective ways to deal with depression, even chronic depression. If you're in doubt about whether this will help you or not, by all means consult your health professional about its usefulness. But in general, based on my own experience and that of hundreds of others, dealing with rumination is a very effective way of dealing with low mood and depression. The sixth reason is that it can cause eating disorders. So another big reason why rumination is bad for you is the fact that it can and does cause eating disorders. Rumination generally has a direct impact on your eating patterns. It can make you start overeating or it can cause you to lose your appetite and undereat. If you know anything about stress eating, then you know how the overeating aspect of rumination works. But of these two types of eating disorders, both are bad for you because neither overeating nor undereating is healthy. Eating disorders like this are coping mechanisms people use to deal with the stress and anxiety rumination generally creates. So guess what happens when you deal with or overcome ruminative tendencies? Yes, stopping ruminating can help you deal with and even correct eating disorders. Because that way you take out the root cause. And without the root cause, which is rumination, you won't need such coping mechanisms. The seventh big reason why rumination is dangerous for you is the fact that it has a direct impact on your physical health. Rumination has all sorts of negative impacts on your mental health. That much should be beyond obvious to you by now. But it's not just your mental health that ruminating impacts. No, rumination negatively impacts your physical health too. Medical professionals have found that rumination increases your risk of heart problems and it can affect other health issues too. How that works is pretty obvious because the more you ruminate, the more your mental health suffers and that then damages your physical health too. At the end of the day, your physical and mental health are interconnected and experiencing issues with one 
ends up causing issues with the other two. This is why you feel terrible when you're sick and vice versa. So the negative health impact is yet another harmful effect of rumination. The eighth reason is the fact that it can be a dangerous addiction. So last but not least is the eighth big reason why you need to stay away from ruminating, which is because it can end up becoming addictive. I know that sounds crazy since it is a harmful mental habit that no matter how unbelievable that might sound, rumination can end up becoming an addiction. Most addictions are harmful for you, but still people are addicted to them and rumination isn't really any different. But here is how that works. Once you start ruminating, there is usually the urge to ruminate more. In the beginning, that urge is easier to manage, but the more you ruminate, the harder it gets to stop yourself from doing it. This is why the more you ruminate, the more you will feel the need to ruminate and on and on the loop can go. It can end up creating an endless loop where you keep ruminating for long periods of times or even weeks and months. This is probably the biggest danger of rumination because once you fall into that ruminative thinking addiction trap, it becomes hard to stop yourself from doing it. This is yet another reason why rumination is a terrible mental tendency and why it is something you need to avoid at all costs. So there you have it. Eight big reasons why rumination is really, really bad for you. To summarize, here are the eight big dangers of rumination. Number one, it makes you overthink things. Number two, it can make you more negative. Number three, it gets in the way of making timely good decisions. Number four, it increases stress and anxiety levels. Number five, it is a major cause of depression. Number six, it can cause eating disorders. Number seven, it can degenerate your health. And number eight, it can be a dangerous addiction. By the way, none of this is professional advice, as I'm sure you know. The things I mention in my talks are my personal opinion based on what I have learned and experienced over the years, most of it hard-earned knowledge and insights. So I am simply telling you what I've learned as well as what has worked for me and many others. That said, I don't expect you to just take my word for it. If you're ever in doubt or want to know more, by all means, research more about the topic. Even spending a few minutes on Google researching the topic will verify what you have learned. Research is good. I like researching. 
and they recommend it to all of you as well. And as far as health issues are concerned, both mental and physical, by all means consult your health professional about whatever you learn here. As for rumination, here is the bottom line. The more you ruminate, the more terrible you usually end up feeling. Rumination is like a tunnel with no end in sight. This reminds me of that Batman movie with Christian Bale, who happens to be one of my favorite actors, by the way. Bale is a real genius of an actor. Do you remember the Batman movie where he was thrown into an underground prison with practically no way out? Bale's character, Bruce Wayne, was thrown into a very, very deep hole in the ground, left there to rot his life away. There was really no way out, and all those thrown in there pretty much died in there, never again seeing the outside world. If you were thrown in there, that was it for you. That was a very good and effective prison one that was almost impossible to escape. But almost is the key word there. Because even though the prison was almost impossible to escape, it wasn't completely impossible to escape. It took him a lot of time and effort, but Bruce Wayne eventually did figure out a way out of there by climbing the almost unclimbable walls of that incredibly deep pit. The whole thing was fiction, obviously, but it is still a great analogy for rumination and your capacity for dealing with it. Because just like how Bruce Wayne escaped from that almost inescapable prison, you too can escape the mental prison that rumination ends up creating. It doesn't matter how long you've been doing it for, or how insurmountable the obstacle may seem, it isn't actually impossible. When you're in the middle of ruminating, it might feel like you have no choice but to continue ruminating. That's one of the things that makes it so dangerous after all. That addictive loop is one of the ways it keeps you stuck because rumination leads to more rumination and on and on that loop go and go. It seems like an inescapable loop. But the truth is, it isn't inescapable. You absolutely can escape it. And what you've learned here today will give you a solid footing to do just that. If you want to learn more about how you can deal with rumination, tune in for next week's episode where it will go over in more detail how you can deal with this mental break. For now, you have taken a very important first step in dealing with it, which is developing awareness. That alone will be massively helpful when it comes to stopping the dangerous loops rumination tends to create. What's more, this knowledge can help you manage your thoughts better. This is why I want you to listen to this talk at least twice. At least twice. That will help you remember it better. Remember what you have learned here about rumination, because this 
knowledge will make it possible for you to identify this dangerous mental tendency. This knowledge will also empower you to stop rumination in its tracks. Because having awareness about what it is and how it harms you will make you more alert. Whatever you do though, do not let ruminating tendencies continue. Because the longer you ruminate, the more damage you will experience, both internal and external, as you learned earlier. So keep an eye out for rumination and don't let it poison your life. And that concludes today's topic. What are your thoughts on today's talk? You can let me know by posting your comments as well as any questions you may have on my Facebook page. The details will be in the description. Alright everyone, have a great week, look after yourselves and don't forget, think better to upgrade your life. Thank you.